If you have your Bible, would you please join me in Ephesians chapter 4 as we continue our series studies through the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 25 to 32. Ephesians chapter 4. Um, I'm going to read it for you while you're maintaining a spirit of reverence um, before our Lord. Here's what it says. Therefore, therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor for we are all members of one body and your anger do not sin do not let the sun go down while you are still angry and do not give the devil foothold anyone who has been stealing must still no longer but must work doing something useful with their own hands that they may have something to share with those in need do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgive each other just as in Christ God forgave you. The word of God for the people of God. Praise be to God. I want to speak for a few moments from this subject, identifying characteristics. Somebody say it with me. Identifying characteristics. When you hear this term, it typically refers to name address, any identifying number, fingerprints, voice prints, photographs, or any other items or combination of data about a research subject which could reasonably lead directly or indirectly by reference to information, to other information, to identification of that research subject. This is what the smart people say, let me put it to you in many ways. A lot of times in simple ways. A lot of times when someone has somebody who passed on, and especially if it's in a car accident or some kind of form of criminality, what they've done, they ask the people, like parents, to go identify the body. So let's say you are out of state or something like that, somebody passed on, and what they do, they call the people that know the person the most to go identify. Now sometimes, based on what happens, their face may be all messed up and, and, and stuff like that, but there is something even like in a burning building. There are some identifying characters. I know that sounds depressing, but bear, bear with me. There are some identifying char characteristics 
that they can find. As a matter of fact, if you've ever been to the dentist, they have what they call your dental record. So they can identify you even by just your dental record. Your fingerprints, that's an identifying characteristic. So there are many things that is designed for us to be identified. Now, you say, Pastor Perry, what is it, what's that got to do with the text we read today? I'm glad you asked. I haven't preached in a minute, so I, I, I got to bring, I got to make sure I bring all my corny jokes. Amen. I'm glad that you asked. The Bible was written to be obeyed and not simply studied. And this is why we got the word therefore and chapter 4 verse 25 because if you if you remember the beginning of Ephesians we told you this the book was split in two there's a whole part of it that's solid, that's that's straight up doctrinal and, theo, and and theological but now Paul gets to the application part in other words Paul's been telling the people that you were sealed with Jesus you were blessed with Christ and all this stuff it, it, it looks almost theoretical but now we find the application. In other words, us, those of us who are Christians, this text is tailored to teach us that these characteristics must be our identifying characteristics. Are you all with me? Um, whenever you see the word therefore in scripture, it, it, it beckons for you to go back and read what was before. If I, if I, if I said to you, well... I, I, I really appreciate you. However, I must tell you this. Whenever, I, whenever somebody says, however, it, it's almost like it's about to undo everything they say on top. And, but therefore, it's to enhance what's being said. Are you all with me? English was not my major, so you all got to bear with me. Okay? So, so now, Paul said... Therefore, let me, let me put it to you um, in, in, this, in this context. The word therefore or wherefore are repeated uh, um, in the second part of the book of Ephesians. Part of the reason is this. It's because everything Paul has been teaching about, everything you've heard uh, um, Brother Dave and, and, and Deacon Clove has been preaching about, now this is a therefore. Now we get to the application part of it. And you all know I love the application part of it. Okay? So now... Therefore, so for, 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 for instance, now we are moving from not just being hearers. Now, Paul is giving practical ways to be doers of what the word of God says. Okay? So, so there, Paul was not content to explain a principle and then leave it there. Paul always give a way for you to apply it. And this was the way to apply it in different areas of your life. Now, 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 this, this, when you get into this, this section here, it focuses on three things. It focuses on the three things we're about to see. How we act, how we react, and how we interact. In other words, those going to be the identifying markers of the Christian. If you are a Christian, how you act matters. How you react matters. How you interact matters. 
Okay, okay. Thank you, thank, thank you, honey. I, 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 brought, I brought my own name in corner today. Y'all don't have to say amen, but I brought my own name in corner. Um, how the, those three identifying markers are important. So in the text that we read, if you go to verse 28, we're going to find our first part right there in verse 28. It says, because how we act, if any, before even I get to the text, if anything, all of us here knows this as Christian. Everybody else can go buck wild. The moment you slip up, wait, wait, you're not supposed to act like this. Why? Why? Thank you. Y'all not helping me. Thank you, honey. Because you are a, a Christian. Okay? So Paul said this in verse 28. Paul says this, anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with their own hands that they may have something to share with those in need. In other words, Paul says, don't go steal to give people. Okay? If you want to share with somebody in need, you better go work for it. Now, 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 here's the thing. Instead of taking what belongs to another to satisfy your personal lust or needs, the believer is challenged to work so that he or she can make money to help others. Don't go take what doesn't belong to you, what, what don't belong to you, in order for you to give. You, you know how some people said, well, um, you know, I rob Peter to pay Paul, or I rob Peter to bless Paul. No, God doesn't operate in a mess. You, you, you understand? That, that, that's human philo uh, philosophy. You cannot take money. I cannot take money from Clevens. I steal money from Clevens, and then so I can bless Gina. Don't make, don't, nah. God said, you want to be a blessing? Go get a job and work. And then make some money, then bless Gina. See, 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 because the whole point here is that self ceases to be the great motivator. When, because if you are stealing from other people, you make it, you become selfish. Because you are taking what, do, what, does, what don't belong to you to give to somebody else. It still doesn't justify it. Because this is about your action. Remember, the action comes from what you've been thinking about. You, 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 you know, oftentimes when a kid gets in trouble, what do parents say? Y'all were children once. What were you thinking? You do something that's off the wall, and they said, what were you thinking? Obviously, you weren't. Because if you were, you wouldn't be doing it. Okay? And, and, and by the way, by, by, by those of you children in here, I'm not picking on you. We growing up get in the same way too. Sometimes we put our foot in our mouths. It's like, it's like you say something, it's like, what was I thinking? And here Paul is saying this. As a mature Christian, as somebody who's a Christian, you learn to put others' needs ahead of yours. But not doing something that's not kosher. Don't steal to bless somebody because it's not a blessing. 
Go to work and do what you got to do to bless somebody. You're with me. Um, so, because when you, when you take what doesn't belong to you, that reveals your heart because that's your action. You are acting. You are, your, action, your action reveals who you are. What you do reveals who you are. Now, 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 it doesn't stay there. Uh, because in, in Philippians 2 verse 4, it says, put others' needs ahead of you. It, it, it's the right intention. It, it's the right thing to do. You put others' needs ahead of you. But make sure that your action also is in line with what the Bible teaches. Not only identifying characteristic of a Christian is how they act, but secondly, it's also how they react. Now, let me, I got four verses to kind of explain this. Verse 26 and 27. 26 and 27, 31 and 32. Watch what it says. In your anger, cut somebody out. That's what your Bible says, right? It says, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil foothold. 31 and 32 says this. Um, get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. But verse 32 gives you the prescription. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ, just as in Christ, God forgave you. Now, now there's a lot to unpack here, but let's put it to you this way. These four verses talk about all the same thing. They speak of learning to control your anger when you are offended and learning to offer forgiveness when you've been hurt. Let me say it again. It says, the text says, to, for us to know how to control our anger when we've been offended. Here's the bottom line. I don't care how old you are, you're bound to be offended. Somebody, somebody about to step on your toes. Somebody about to hurt you. I mean, listen, listen, listen. You're Haitians. Amen. Oh, most of your Haitians. <laughs> I forgot some of your Americans. Um, no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. So now, now y'all know how our people are. I, I, as a matter of fact, Haitians are one of the only few people that I know. In order for them to give somebody a compliment, they gotta put somebody else's down. You, you, you know, gr girl, girl, you look good. Look, look at her; she ugly. I, I mean, once I got it, it's it's not. Do you, you, you understand? So, 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 because if you are here, you are living long enough, somebody about to make you mad. Now, 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 now here, here, here's the thing. The Bible does not say, don't be angry. It doesn't say that. It says, don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. In other words, something can happen to you. And, and here's the thing. I, I think, Ooh, let me put you, let me, let, let me put you. I think we get mad at all the wrong things for the most part. We don't get mad for the right reasons. We get angry because somebody says something that you may not like. 
But you don't get angry when they try to play with your Jesus. Some of you are about to whirl up up in here all deep because somebody look at your friends the wrong way. But yet, the same people using God's name in vain, you don't care. They curse around you, you curse with them. They drink with you, drink with them. Yo, 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 smoke some leaves together. Now, no, that's not everybody. But the point I'm making to you is this. In so many ways, we get angry a lot about the wrong things. As, as, a, matter of, as a matter of fact, can, 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 I, push, can I push it here? Um, sometimes somebody tells you the truth and you know it's the truth, you still get angry. It's as if they're not supposed to tell you the truth. And that's why some of y'all don't have real friends. You have people that, tells you, that tell you what you want to hear. You know, you, you want people to just kind of uh, um, strike your ego. You, you know, just kind of like, oh, girl, woo. No, no, it smells. Mm-hmm. You need people to tell you that your poop stinks. So, so don't get angry and, and, and don't get learn to control your anger when you are offended. Also, learn to offer forgiveness when you've been hurt. Anybody ever been hurt? But can I tell you something? When you don't forgive, it is you who put yourself in a prison. It is you who now open the real estate of your heart and puts, put yourself and somebody in there while the person is sleeping at night. <laughs> oh, won't, won't, won't church, won't church. Um, when you holding grudges, you, 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 you won't let go because, girl, don't you know what she did to me? But, but don't you know what he did to me? Guess what? They are sleeping at night. You are now having, you are developing ulcers because you are so mad at them. You won't forgive. And can I tell you something about forgiveness? The Bible says Jesus won't forgive you if you can forgive somebody else. Okay, y'all know the Lord's prayer, right? Forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. Conditional. So, so, those of us who are growing in our faith, we should not allow the hurt we suffer at the, at the hands of others to cause us spiritual problems. Do not let the fact that somebody in the church did not say hi to you for you to abandon coming to church. Okay, <laughs> won't crowd, won't crowd. Um, Y'all know, listen, I know church hurt is quote-unquote real, so to speak. But can I tell you something? Um, the people in the church hurt you. The church did not hurt you. Okay, okay. Thank you, honey. Thank you, the other two people. Let me say it again. Um, a lot of people, I don't come to this church no more because 
listen, listen, listen. This church did not hurt you. It's the same people you hurt that hurt you. And can I tell you something? Hurt people tends to hurt people. You, you, you know, so, so, some people, because they've been offended, they're now on a defensive that make them offensive without realizing that they be, they're offensive. And, and, and especially those of us with Haitian descent. We, 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 so I said this, and, and I love Creole, but Creole can be rough. Garanti fille. Garanti garçon, gros tête. Gas papal. It's like, it's like, Creole is that soft. That's why Haitian loves French. That's why Haitian loves French. Because French is like, French has this kind of bougie but, but But see, if you are, if you live long enough, you will be offended by others and you're going to offend others. Now, 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 Aristotle said this, anybody can become angry. That, that is easy. But to be angry with the right person, to the right degree, at the right time, for the right purpose, in the right way, that is not easy. Aristotle is much smarter than I did you hear what it said? It says, anybody can become angry. Uh, um, I, I, I said this, I said this, I, I, I will, if I see you about, if I see you living in sin, if I see you doing what you're not supposed to be doing, if I see you uh, 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 um, uh, 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 um, getting off, uh, off track, I'm going to be angry. That's called righteous anger. I, I'm going to be angry. I, I, I said this to you, um, I, I'm not sure if I said this to you. When I was younger, when I was in my 20s, I was here, uh, um, Adeline, we, we, there's a group of us, right? And I remember one time we had a meeting upstairs on the third floor, Adeline punched me here. I still feel that punch. He punched me in the belly. Why? Because at that time, Adeline said, listen, you are one of our leaders. You are our leaders. Don't let your name be getting out there like this. Because if you go down, we go down. And, and he says, I love you so much. And, and you know, and, and bulky Adeline punched me, you know. And I remember, I, I remember that punch. But, but here's the thing. He was angry because of what, as a leader, that I wasn't doing, that I was doing that I wasn't supposed to be doing. Right? Now, Adeline is still one of my close friends. So it's okay to be angry. But... Don't let the sun go down with your anger. Married couple. <laughs> don't, don't be like, I ain't talking to you. What, what, what if he dies? Um, there, there, there's, a, there, there's a couple, there's an older couple that, that walked in to a pastor, um, to a pastor's office. Uh, um, and they said, we want to be married. And the pastor was like, um, okay, um, I'll marry you. But I need to do a little counseling before I marry. And, and, and the, 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 they say, well, Pastor, let, 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 let us tell you this. Um, we were married before. We were married 33 years ago. And, and 33 years ago, after we got married, after a couple of years of marriage, um, we got into an argument. Um, she makes me mad. I wouldn't forgive her. And we decided to get divorced. And we realized we've been miserable for the last 33 years. And now we decided 
to get married so that the little years that we have left, we can at least try to regain some of the happiness. Y'all miss what I just said. So many people are living their lives and being angry and being unforgiving uh, um, to other people, to people who have hurt them, to people who have said certain things, and then they live their entirety of their lives never reconcile and only at the deathbed to say only if I had forgiven only if I had been uh, 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 kind only if I had been compassionate only if I, as a matter of fact sometimes some people holding a grudge that the other person doesn't even remember how you react speaks of who you are as a Christian Um, anger is an emotional arousal caused by something that displeases us. In itself, anger is not a sin because God can be angry and God cannot sin. So the issue here is this. You have to check what caused you to be angry and how long this anger is going to last. Don't be angry. Um, it's not easy to practice holy anger. It, it is not. The Bible says that a soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words stir up angers. Um, do you know just because somebody says something to you you don't like, you don't have to reply with another vitriol word? You don't have to re reply with another, like some, somebody said, well, you know, um, I, I shared this with you. One time I preached a sermon, I was at a church, and I put, you know, I, you know, I, I thought I did a little eye. You know, my little sermon was okay. And the person came up to me and said, this is the worst sermon I've ever heard in my life. And I said, well, pray for me. Okay? Because now they told me it was a wrong sermon. It was, a, it was the worst sermon that they've heard in their entire life. I could have said, <coughs> excuse me, I could have said, bro, your suit don't match. I could have said, bro, your lineup, getting you bothered. Right? But here's the thing one angry answer does not satisfy another angry answer. As a matter of fact, even in relationship, for, you, for those of you siblings and, and, and spouses and, and brothers and, 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 and church members in general, when somebody comes up to you, they're pretty mad. This, this is what you say. Say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, hold my tongue. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, hold my mouth. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. see, you're, 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 you're the one kind of Baptist. B because, because here's the thing. Somebody come up to you and said, well, let me tell you something. Mm. Uh, you make me so mad. You know, you... Da, 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 da. What's the natural thing we're we, we about to do? About to defend ourselves. And we defend ourselves by being offensive to the same level that they are. Because you're mad. Because you're angry. But this is what you said, God... Hold my mouth. Make sure that in everything that you do, 
you can praise God even in your answer when somebody gets on your nerves. That answer is still an answer that praise and glorify God. Because you say, in everything I do, I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Lord, with all my soul. With, uh, I praise with my mouth. Not just in the church. When the teacher gives you the wrong grade, under your breath, in everything I do, I praise you, Lord. <laughs> ah, yo, yo. You, 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 you know what I mean? And everything you do, you, you didn't get the promotion at job. You know, after the review, and everything I do, I praise you, Lord. Make sure that your reaction still keeps your testimony. Amen, 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 amen. Uh, not, not just, not just uh, um, how you act, how you react, that, that, that identify you, that gives you the identifying characteristics, but lastly, how you interact. And, and you see, your interaction now becomes directly with everyone. Your interaction with God, your interaction with each other. Watch what verse 25 and verse 29 and 30 says. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. For we are all members of one body. Verses 29 and 30. It says this, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that they may benefit that, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. These verse are teaching us how to relate to one another. We are to always speak truth. When we lie to our brother or sister, we are lying to the body of Christ and to ourselves. I tell people this, if I got spinach in my teeth, let me know I got spinach in my teeth. If my breast is a little hot, if my breath is a little hot, you know what you do? Your, 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 uh, um, what's that candy, what's that thing called? Uh, mint. Give, give, me, give me a mint. You, 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 but, but see, the, the thing is this, woo, can, can, can I tell it like I feel it? We are such a bunch of sensitive people. You rather go fall into a ditch instead of somebody tell you there's a ditch ahead. It's like, if you don't tell me that my breath is hot, that means the next person's gonna get the same treatment you just got. If you don't tell me that, you, 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 know, you know, like this don't look good, this doesn't make sense. But this is what it says. Don't let unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. It didn't say lie to one another. Too many so-called Christians are so become professional liars because you just want to kind of satisfy the friendship. Tell me the truth and love, but don't lie to me and hatred. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me say this again. Take, take, take this however you want. When you lie to me, it's because you don't love me. Tell me the truth and love. Don't be like your grandparents. Tifi, No, not that. No. You know, um, I'm going I'm to say something here that... that, 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 that 
Husbands, your wife asks you, uh, um, your fiance asks you, gentlemen, your girlfriend, your boo, your bae, whatever, asks you, does this make me look fat? You don't lie. This is what you say. It doesn't flatter you. Clovis was like, hmm? Yeah, it doesn't flatter you. This is what you said. This is sound by Pastor Perry. You're never going to get in trouble by, by, say, by doing that. See, see, the thing is this. What we fail to realize is this. When we choose not to tell the truth to our brothers and sisters because we are lying to protect their feelings, meanwhile, what we've done we lie to break our relationship with God and we sat in the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to mess up my relationship with the Holy Spirit just to satisfy your feeble ego. And too many people, had somebody tell you the truth, you wouldn't be where you are today. It's because somebody is kind of almost like encouraging you because guess what? A partial truth is still a lie. So as a Christian, you should not lie. As a matter of fact, what is one of the Ten Commandments says? Thou shalt not lie. So just because, listen, if I come here and, and, and my, 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 my GQ self don't match up, tell me. You know, this one, you, you missed it. I know I'm GQ. It's just what it is. My wife says I'm GQ. I'm GQ. That's it. Period. Period. That's it. Amen. Amen. Did I always give me the right language? Now, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. We are to watch the evil speech that tried to pour from our mouths. Now, I know it's in our DNA. Listen, I tell people this all the time, and you've heard me say this. Watch this. Listen carefully. If you got nothing positive to say, keep your mouth closed. Don't come and say, oh, well, go tell. No, 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 no. If, I, if, I got, if you think I have a big head, that means God give me a big brain. That means I'm very smart. If you think my nose is too big, that means God enabled me to smell everything. If my ears are small, it's because that God make my ears in a way that I can listen to his still, still, I can listen to his still voice, the still voice. Don't come and tear somebody down because you've been hurt by somebody else. Because that dress didn't fit you right, but looks good to somebody else. Don't be mad, sis. Brother man got himself a, 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 a boo. Praise God, that means you might get one next too. But being a hater doesn't guarantee you're going to get one. Ain't nobody attracted to a hater. So don't let any unwholesome talk. In other words, we should not be the people who are using profanity. 
You can't be somebody who says sanctify because he says, listen, listen, listen. These lips are created to glorify you. They're created to praise you. I don't get it. How is it that Saturday night, to Monday to Saturday, you 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 saying all the? It's like blip 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 blip. That's your conversation. And then Sunday morning, I praise you, Lord, with all my. It's like God God is in like, who is he praising to? You have to watch yourself. As a matter of fact, this is what theologians says in this part. They said this, you take off the grave clothes and you put on the grace clothes. The grave clothes are the things that brought your death. When you were your former self, you used to cuss, you used to lie, you used to cheat, you used to do all that stuff. But now, in Christ, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, in Christ, I, I, I love, I, I am kind, I am patient, I am all that the Spirit requires for me to be. You got to take off the grave clothes and put on the grace clothes. And the grave clothes, you used to be a hater. And the grave clothes, you nothing positive come out of your mouth. And the grave clothes, you just dislike people, just to be, dislike people. But in your grace clothes, you are kind, you are love, you are an encourager. You are telling people you can do it. You can do it. Better is yet to come. Not, 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 not. In your grave clothes, somebody says, "I want to achieve this." You're like you. But in your grace, something want to achieve this. If you apply yourself, I'll be praying for you. You can make it happen. So that's your interaction have to be saturated with grace, with love, with kindness, with compassion. It cannot be saturated with hatred, envy, or anger. Now, now you said, Pastor Perry. Um, but but by the way. Ecclesiastes 5 to me says this It is better to be quiet And allow people to think that you are a fool Than open your mouth And remove all doubts Proverbs say this Even a fool is considered to be wise When he keeps his mouth shut Thank you Lydia Lydia knows the Bible Okay, you, you, you see how Proverbs says, listen, they may think you're, you're a PhD if you give them your, your mouth closed. Ecclesiastes says this, Solomon says this in Ecclesiastes, he says this, um, if they think you're a fool, it's best that you remain quiet and let them think that you are. Because if you open your mouth, you may remove all doubts. And you're just going to confirm. Too many of you are just confirming what people think. Too many of you are confirming what the devil says about you. Can I tell you something? I come to tell you this afternoon, in the name of Jesus, you will turn the tide. Now, now you say, Pastor Perry, um, you said the, the characteristic of, of, of the Christian is, 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 is that my identity, my, my identifying characteristic is how I act, I, I, how I react, 
in our interact. I said, well, Pastor Perry, make this make, 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 this make sense. Can I tell you, make, can I make it make sense to you? Um, let's say, this, this is how I put it. Um, don't be a liar, because a liar who cannot control their emotion tends to be selfishly hurtful and naturally becomes bitter. Whew. This was, y'all hear what I said? Um, a, 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 a liar who cannot control their emotion tends to be selfishly hurtful and naturally becomes bitter. Stop lying. Tell the truth. Control your anger. Don't let your anger get the best of you. Still no longer. Don't be selfish. Be selfless. Watch your mouth. Because from your mouth speaks life. Watch your mouth. Don't be bitter because people who are bitter bite. People become bitter when they've been hurt and they're not able to forgive. Um, I close with this illustration. Um, there's a story about a traveler making his way with a guide through the jungle of Burma. They came to a shallow but wide river and waded through to the other side. When the, traveler, when the traveler came out of the river, numerous liches had attached to his torso and legs. His first instinct was to grab them and pull them off. This guy, the, the guide, stopped him, warning that pulling off the liches off would only leave tiny pieces of them under his skin. Eventually, infection would set in. The guide said the best way to get rid, the, 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 to get rid the body of liches, the guide advised, was to bathe and warm balsam bath for several minutes. This would soak off the liches and soon they would release their hold on your body. It says, when I have been, and, and this is the thing, when you and I have been significantly, significantly injured by other people, you cannot simply yank them off, yank the injury off from yourself, and expect all bitterness and emotions will be gone. Y'all know how we, how we do? People get mad, people make you mad, and you think all of a sudden that, oh, I forgive them. It doesn't work like that. Resentment still hides under the surface. The only way to become freely of the offense and forgive others is to bathe in the soothing bath of God's forgiveness of yourself. When you finally fathom the extent of God's love through Christ Jesus, forgiveness of others is a natural outflow. In other words, can I tell you something, my people? There's a lot of leeches. There's a lot of leeches that you got to take off. But you cannot take off in one setting. You have to go and contemplate how good God has been to you. How when you mess against God, God forgive you. How when you lie, God forgive you. And now you cannot say when sister girl or 
brother men lie against you or offend you that you cannot forgive them. Because when you think about what God has done for you, it may take a minute, it may take a minute, but upon soaking and God's bath of love, and God's bath of forgiveness, and God's bath of tender mercies, of God's bath of compassion, you realize that you can't help but as you exfoliate, oh, I'm using big words, as you exfoliate, then you're gonna tell people, listen, I smell good, I look good, my body feels good, therefore I'm gonna make sure that you feel good and look good and smell good. Don't, don't be bitter. Because when you are bitter, what you've done, you grieve God, the Holy Spirit, who reside in you. When you are bitter, you grieve God, the Son, who died for you. When you are bitter, you grieve God, the Father, who forgives you. Don't be bitter because the text says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. And bitterness is somebody who've been lied to, who've been hurt, and then they now cannot forgive, they become resentful, boom, here's the bitterness. Can we get, can we, can we get rid of bitterness in the church? It is not an identifying characteristic. Let us be identified by the love that we experience in Christ Jesus. Let us be identified by the grace that he has given unto us. Let us be identified by the compassion he has shown unto us. Let us be identified by the love that we experience all the days of our lives. May God bless you.